Oh, thank you so much for that. Starting with a sniffle. Welcome to a girl's misophonia tries to edit a podcast where both of them have colds. (laughs) Happy Halloween. Merry ho ho. Trick or treat, bitch. My tea's in the cord. That was really loud. My tea is in the cord. Yeah, don't spill on our really expensive equipment. <laughs> or my computer that's just right here. Well, it's also else. part of the expensive equipment. We didn't have to purchase it for this, though. That's It's still expensive. Yeah, it was. It was my Hello. own student expense. Yeah, that's true. Welcome back to another episode of Sometimes Shabbatus Laps with Mac and Jubes. This, this edition, a- both Mac and Jubes have no voice. Yay! <laughs> So in not our words, in uh, listeners' words, we're just going to sound like sexy ras- raspy sex gods. I, sexy rasp gods. I, when I was trying to make fun of that and text you, I said, yeah, I'm going to sound like a sexy rap god. And I was like, wait a second, I don't think that's quite right. Yeah, yeah no, we both got hit with flu season. Um, yep. I did this fun thing where I went and partied in Vancouver and then was good. But I think my immunity was low, and then once I flew, it just hit me the minute I got home. Yeah. No, that's fair. The dry air mixed with the airport, mixed with being tired from going out for a friend's birthday. Yeah. And then it just took me out. That's really fun. Yeah. It's just slowly taking me out. I've been losing my voice for a whole week, and I love it. Yeah. More than a week. I got it. Not last thursday but the thursday before oh fun yeah that's been good yep but i can't complain because i don't have a really bad cough and i don't feel sick so yeah we're gonna do a little flash update um just because i have a funny story i hit a tree this morning (laughs) yeah i like woke up to your text message and i was like what the heck like i don't understand are you hurt is this an emergency do i need to do i have to bake today are you okay no thankfully we have um just like dinky little landscape trees where I live. And um, basically what was happening, I was driving like driving to work. I wasn't even going fast. I was going maybe max like 30 kilometers an hour. Yeah. Max. Like I know the road was ice and so I was going slow. But we also have these like fun little like ice pothole tire track things. Yeah. And so what happened is my the back of my car got bumped around in one of those ice potholes. So I lost my rear tires. And so I almost did a 180 in the middle oh my of goodness. the road. It's not a wide road. If I did a 180, I would have hit a parked car. Well, and wasn't the tree in like a divider? Yeah, yeah. It was in the median. Yeah, yeah. And so basically, yeah, I lost my back end. It started swinging towards this parked car, but then my car had enough forward motion that I just went in, into the tree <laughs> <laughs> and didn't even scratch my car. No dents. Everything's fine. That's I just good. backed out and I was like, are you kidding me? And just kept driving to work. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So anyone at uh, 6.15 in the morning. <laughs> that would have put me in such a foul mood for the rest of the day. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. It was. I would have been just so mad about everything. Like People would have come in and like breathed wrong and I would have been like, I hate you. You could die. It was not ideal. 
but my car is fine. The tree is on a 60 degree <laughs> angle now. You'll have um, to post the photo oh, when this yeah. episode comes out. Honestly, it was fine. I'm good. My car is <laughs> not looking pretty, but she's she's old. She's rusty. She's got scratches. I got to fix her up anyway. So it's just another another thing to make look pretty. We call it charm. Yeah. <laughs> Becky's good, though. We love Becky. Yes, that was very good. Becky's a trooper. Um. So with the lights flickering, because you also said that that was happening, was that like ghosty or like what? It felt ghosty. Yeah. So another thing. So once I got to work, um, I first self-soothed with a breakfast cookie because <laughs> um, food is my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, immediately once I got upstairs and once I got started baking and whatnot, um, the lights outside and inside both like started like surging and flickering. Yikes. And so it was, like, the one outside, or inside, sorry, did it first. And then it, like, stopped. And then I turned around, the one outside was doing it as well. Oh, my goodness. And so I'm like, what electrical power storm is going on right now? And or, can this ghost just, like, F off? Like, we live in a, we we live, we work, (laughs) we basically, we work in an old house. And, um, it's rumored that this ghost is Matthew. And so I actually yelled, fuck off, Matthew. (laughs) Did you actually? (laughs) I love it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not having it today. That's like, amazing. what are the odds? Girl who's never been in like any sort of collision or anything like that. Yeah, hits a tree and then the the ghost house is making all fun. Some, like, <laughs> it was just being fucky. It was just yeah, making all sorts of ish, and I'm not here for it. That's crazy. Yeah. Any fun updates in your life? <laughs> no, my life is pretty boring. That's good. Um, Boring's good sometimes. I know. I don't even... I feel like I probably had a bunch of stories, and I was like, yeah, I'll tell it on the podcast, but I don't remember any of them at all right now. My mind is blank. All right. We should probably just jump into it, because I feel like this is going to be a longer... Yeah, I'm really excited. Very detailed episode. Very excited. So, today's episode, we are talking about love languages, and... I think it's going to be a really good episode. I'm, I'm really interested in I'm very excited. I'm so really. sad that we both have colds because we were both so excited about this episode. Yeah, it's going to be a really fun part of our, like, podcast <laughs> career to have this raspy voice on something, a really good topic. Yeah, for real. <laughs> um, so, and this, I guess this introduces what we are starting now. We didn't pre-announce this one, but I think we'll pre-announce the next books. Yeah. That makes so. the most sense, so you guys can follow along and read with us. Um, we are doing an SCS book club. Yeah. And all the books will kind of be something related to mental wellness or holistic like wellness. Like self-improvement kind of. Yeah, a lot of them self-improvement Ex- books. Expanding your mind, in a sense. Yeah. A lot of self-improvement books, probably some um, psychology books, some mm-hmm. nutrition books, if there's n- enough thing that's, like, digestible for everyone. Well, even you have your inter- my cookbook that I have there, it's covered in dust, so I will not bring it out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, like, how you can cook your meals, f- like... for women's hormones kind of yeah in a sense like so that you can yeah just make the best out of your meals yeah like tailor make them for your gender yeah and so we will um yeah so when we start scs book club we'll post on our instagram um i guess at the beginning of the month and we'll probably release the book episode at the end of the month yeah it'll be like our second last episode of the month kind of yeah so that will be what we're doing or last, um, depending on how fast we read. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll also post if there's delays, but basically, we want this to be like a little like book club moment. Um, yeah, you discuss the book and your thoughts and everything like that, and just gives another um, information source other than like 
our opinions or my studies or yeah exactly um a guest speaker as well and who knows maybe we'll have some of the authors of these books on our podcast one day that would be very cool that's the goal i was thinking about that when we were listening to the podcast for our next book Mm -hmm. and i was like could you imagine if we had her come on and talk to us that would be we could so cool so we'll see like if we got to the oh man we're excited we're excited about um (laughs) this stuff and hopefully you guys are too yeah um and if you know us in person you can use our books because we're gonna have so many we're gonna have doubles of everything so i definitely um highlighted and put little stickies on all and then i wrote in little spots because i was like i can't lose this thought oh my god good for you i tried i took every cell in my body not to highlight in this book i know i just figured i'd have it for a while that's fair Folded corners and wrote notes to another book. Oh my goodness, I cannot fold corners. That's why I have the little stickies. Mm. I can't wreck the page, but I can write on it, but only in pencil. (laughs) No, I'm like highlighter pen. You should see my uh, study books. They're really something. My textbooks. Yeah, textbooks are different, but just like for pleasure reading books, I cannot wreck them. Like Bryce and I did this really cute thing where we'd like buy each other books for Christmas and then read them and then like write little notes in them that are really sweet but really embarrassing when like my mom or my grandpa then read the book. Um, <clears throat> so that was fun. But like that was the first time that I'd ever like destroyed a book and it was heartbreaking but also kind of fun. That's really fun. Yeah. You no, know, I'm like my mom. We both like scribble over books. Like we're in a bookworm's nightmare. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> so I will break a fucking, was it spine? No! Oh my goodness! I will break a spine. I will literally have the book like folded like this. Oh my gosh! I did that a little bit on this one, but so. that's because it was already like, yeah, it's fairly worn. But now that we've danced around a book, we're actually talking about. <laughs> so yeah, so we are. So this this month is love languages. Yes. Um. So we the everyone has probably heard of it, but the um, if you haven't, the five love languages um is written by Gary Chapman and it basically introduces the idea of um, services and gifts and various other acts that contribute to love. Um, So his, his primary motivation was because of people he was like counseling um, coming to him with like relationship issues and whatnot. And so that's where the whole, he's like, Oh, well there's other languages, multiple languages in the world. So why isn't there, like, a love language? And that's kind of where this concept um, was born from. Yeah. And a lot of it was just, like, miscommunications. We're like, oh, I'm doing all of these things, but they still don't love me. It's like, oh, because those aren't the things that mean the most to your partner. Yeah. So, like, if you were to switch it up a little bit, like, then they might be more receptive to love or whatever. Yeah. And where I think this book is really was really good and spot on about was... um, dumbing it down so to speak for people who maybe have no yeah they made it he made it very digestible yeah for someone who like if you actually are struggling with your partner and you have no communication skills for whatever reason right i feel like talking about love languages is fairly common to us because it's been so well like we are part of the uh, generation that's very much like talk about your feelings and yeah or maybe i'm just surrounded by it because of my degree and people i surround myself with are just very open and into conversing but i can imagine for anyone who's having a lot of issues with communicating with your partner um that 
reading a book like this that takes it down step by step and it gives like real life examples and yeah or even just like examples of ways that you can show that love language to your partner yeah so you're not just like okay well i know their love languages um acts of service but how do i do acts of service for them in a way that they will feel loved kind of exactly so i really like that yeah and yeah quickly to touch on like as most um (laughs) psychological pillars um (laughs) gary chapman himself can be um a controversial human he's i mean a old white dude who's highly religious um and that can cause some issues for people now however it's the concepts of of the book that we're talking more rather than the author himself yeah so now that that's out of the way do we want to just go in the order of the book? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Okay. It just kind of keeps it simple. That's fair. So the first love language is uh, words of affirmation, um, which uh, that's just basically just like, it's not so much of just saying I love you, but more of saying like, I really like it when you do this, or like, I'm really proud of you for doing this. It's just like, saying that when we receive affirming words, we are far more likely to be motivated to reciprocate and do something for our sp- like that our spouse desires, which the way that's worded feels very, like, manipulative, but it's not. Well, no, there's a way, like, again, when you're, if you're constantly berated for doing something or not doing something, are you going to kind of retaliate and be like, well, F you then, like, it's never going to happen? Or- and that's exactly yeah. what he kind of talks about. It almost goes back into, like, um our quiet quitting episode too, right? If you're even using words as like, thank you, I appreciate your work, da, yeah. da, 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 that can do, it's a, such a small thing, but it can do so much for someone's psyche and like, yeah. okay, now, now I want to do extra because I feel appreciated. Exactly. And, you're more willing to mm-hmm. go above and beyond because you know that what you're doing is being appreciated. And so yeah. even it could just be like parents saying like, oh, I'm really proud of you. Yeah. Or, yeah. Just things like that. Yeah. Even if it's not your love language but if it, it could be yeah it could be much more influential if it is your love language but i think just as a whole um, yeah i think and like all of these are really because i really struggle because i was like oh like my love language is all of them because i really enjoy all of these things yeah and so then like and then we like took a test but i'm not gonna tell you the answers yet and it like separates <laughs> the love languages out by percentage and so it's really interesting to see like where we fall like yeah. percentage wise because like obviously all of these are ways you can show love but which one means the most to you yeah um one thing that i found interesting before he got into the love languages uh, something i wrote down here is that the average lifespan of a romantic obsession is two years yeah and if it's a secretive relationship then it can be longer yeah and so that's i mean when you talk about the honeymoon phase right the honeymoon phase can fizzle off in like a couple months but like the max lifespan of it. I thought that was really interesting. I think that's, yeah, very interesting concept because then that's why, I mean, the, the old school advice of like, you have to constantly date your partner, right. In order to keep a marriage. And that's kind of like what this is saying is you need to constantly speak their love language in order for them to feel loved. Yeah. More or less. So I thought that was a really interesting point. I was like, Oh, that is very interesting. As someone who's never been in love, I, that's interesting. Well, like it, and I really liked how he talked about how, how, like, how long the obsession phase lasts and how much, like, d- quote-unquote damage can be done within that phase. Because mm-hmm. you can, like, meet someone and then get married in a month and then, um like, 
a year and a couple months later or whatever, you're like, oh, I actually do not like this person mm. at all. Yeah. Because your obsession phase is gone. And so it's like, and like one thing with him being religious is like divorce was not an option throughout the book. Um, but that's still traumatic, especially if you have children and everything involved. And I think even if it's not like a marriage contract or whatever aside, I think everyone wants to be loved. And for the most part, most people want to be loved long term. Yeah. Right. And even if it is like a, if it's a monogamous or not a relationship, like either way, you're with this person. You're like, hey, I like your time. Yeah. I like your face. I want to spend a lot of time with your face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How can we make this as fulfilling as possible? Because I think everyone, again, that ju- justifying, I think subconsciously everyone is looking for a soulmate because we are social beings. Yes. And we have this very mm-hmm. deep seated need to belong and be accepted. Yeah. Um, and so even if your yeah. relationship isn't a traditional marriage, kids, family relationship, you, I think everyone is in search of that um, praise and love from another being. Yeah. And so this applies to that as well. Yeah, definitely. Especially the praise part because it's, it's less so just praise, but it's like verbally stating that you appreciate them and that you see what they're doing and that you value them spending time with you and like doing things with you Mm -hmm. it's just like a like verbally communicating your feelings pretty much is words of affirmation yeah and i liked how he broke it down into encouraging words and so that's where you said about like um showing praise or like oh i really appreciate when you take the garbage out or yeah oh Uh, next one was like kind words which kind of falls more along the lines of like oh like you look really good today like oh i like when i like your hair like that or oh i like whatever and then the other one was, like, humble words. Um, humble words is, like, love makes requests and not demands. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're just like, hey, you made a really good pass the other night. Would you mind if we had that again? Yeah. Instead of being like, make this pasta for me. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's the um, weakest example I can think of. Yeah. No, essentially, humble words is just, like... Um, yeah, not demanding from your partner, but, like, you're acting in, like, a partnership. Yeah. And so that was good. And another quote that he said during this chapter that I really appreciated is, um, I'm amazed how many people mess up every new day with yesterday's. Yes. Yeah. I, I think I actually have that highlighted. Yeah. Because it just makes sense. Like, leave the past in the past and start each mm-hmm. day fresh. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the whole yeah, concept of, like, don't go to bed angry, right? And yeah. So all that. And that's, like, play. a lot of the times, like, if Bryce and I have a disagreement and I don't say something in the moment, unless it's something, like, major, I'm not going to re-bring it up because I know that it's not worth reopening that wound. Yeah. You know? Like, it's not... We don't need to draw out this disagreement. Yeah. In a sense. That's, that's what I thought of when I read that. There's another quote out there that's, like, if you can't be, if it won't bother you in five minutes, then don't spend more than f- five minutes on it or whatever. Yeah, five exactly. hours, five minutes, which is true. Like, it makes sense. Like, don't dwell on something that's really not going to affect you mm-hmm. a year from now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Just everything. And then, like, how they would, um, they suggested, like, writing lists of things that you, like, admire in your partner and that you're proud of them for doing so that when they do something like that, you can tell them, hey, I'm 
really proud of you for doing this and then to write down something new that you appreciate yeah. each day or each week or whatever it was, which yeah. I thought was kind of interesting because it keeps it at the forefront of your mind. And so would you say there's anything in words of affirmation that like you resonate with? Like are words of affirmation something that's important to you? Um <clears throat> I enjoy hearing I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. Um but I wouldn't say that if he never recognized my accomplishments that I would feel less loved. Yeah. Um and that was something that when I was taking the test was weird because I was like, okay, do I, is this more meaningful to me now because of like where I am, like with um, acts of service, I guess they're like, does it mean more for you if they help you out with a task that you're stressed out or when you hug? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really enjoy when he helps me out with a task that I'm stressed about because it's relieving my mental load, but mm-hmm. it's not so much telling me that he loves me and I don't feel insane love from it. Okay. Yeah. So that's kind of how I felt about words of affirmation. Like, it makes me feel loved, but it's not the way that I feel most loved. Okay. You know? Does that make sense at all? It does make sense. Okay. What about you? I think words are bullshit. Okay. I can give two (laughs) shits about words. Straight to the point. Oh, no. I could give two shits about words. I think you can say words to anyone. (laughs) And so for me, when it comes to, like, love, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's all talk until there's... Until there's actions behind it. And that's coming from someone who, again hasn't been in a relationship right i've only done like the whole dating scene yeah and the whole dating scenes i'll talk well exactly and that's why it means nothing to you really like that's why yeah even my parents though it's like um my parents my dad particularly he's very good about like he likes verbal and he likes verbal expression and yeah and so when i get it from him because he doesn't talk a lot i know it i know it means something yeah but that's not like my primary love language i'm like yeah okay thanks like, I get told, like, I love you every night, but I'm like, yeah, I love you too. Yeah. It's just second nature now. It's not really, like, a impactful, like, this has to be a thing. <clears throat> da, 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 da. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not yeah. like I'm saying I don't ever want to hear I'm proud of you or I love you because those do still mean yeah. things to me. But it's, like, if you say that every day, then it loses its that's, impact. And so that's for me, like, with words, like, a lot of it has just, like, lost its impact. Like, I could give two shits. Yeah. And an interesting thing, I think I wrote this down mm-hmm. in... Or maybe just in my brain. Um, <laughs> um, Pen skull. Yeah, I just wrote it down in my little brain. Um, how when uh, when I was growing up, my dad would always kiss my mom and say I love you before he left for work every single day. Yeah. And so to me, I was like, that's something that I want in my relationship. So I'm, I asked Bryce very nicely. I was like, hey, when you leave for work, I would like before you leave to give me a kiss and say I love you. Because mm-hmm. that's the last thing we say. I don't know what happens. Your job is kind of dangerous. It just is. Well, that's it's just fair. reassuring. Like, it's, it's a right? security thing, yeah. And so even if we're fighting or whatever, give me a kiss, say I love you, and then leave. Like that's and so that's something. Even though that feels kind of words of affirmationy, but it's like if I get worried that he's gonna forget, then I get really nervous and anxious about it. Yeah. Even though he never has. Yeah, it's a comfort thing too. I yeah, guess. and I, I, that is the thing with like a lot of relationships is that. Most people do ask for that. Yeah. And I can see where that comes from. So I think that's where you know, like, words aren't, like, absolutely bullshit. But for me, again... Yeah. It's it's all talk. Until, yeah. I, until I see action, I can't, I can't buy it. Oh, that's fair. And I'm like, you're saying that to 300 other people. You say <laughs> that to, You say I love you to your mom and dad every day. What, is it, what difference yeah, does it what make does to me? Yeah, what does it mean? It doesn't. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Okay. Well, yeah. That's our opinions on words of affirmation. 
So the second one is quality time. C. Um, and so in quality time, they break it down to focused attention, quality conversation, learning to talk, and then quality activities. Mm-hmm. And so this one, I like to describe myself as a prickly person. <laughs> And so I never considered quality time to be important to me. Yeah. But after reading this chapter, I think it is more important to me than I think. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, for me, quality time is like having a puppy who will not leave you alone. Yeah. And I'm like, it's actually, like fuck off. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. No, Respectfully. I was kind of, No. I was very much yeah. in the same place because I went into this book thinking that my love language was physical touch. Okay. Um, and I'll leave it at that. But <laughs> you want to say your quiz results now, then? I mean, like, I don't want to say the test results, but my okay. love language isn't physical touch. It's quality time. And it makes so much sense because a lot of... Those the, aren't the test results? No, I'm not going to break it down into percentages yet. But that was your primary? That was my primary. My same. primary is quality time. Are you serious? <laughs> I just did the test and it's the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes sense, though, because a lot of the time we just, like, hang out. Welcome to... The- <laughs> Episode one again. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I didn't know what you were going to get, actually. I'm very... That's really interesting. Yeah. So, we're going to pause on quality time quickly. So, I always thought that my primary, like, love language was, like, acts of service or yeah. gifts. Because... Yeah. Actually, pause whole other fucking off the rail. <laughs> and off the other rail. <laughs> I think that there are different love languages for receiving and giving. I, I agree 100% with you. And so my giving love language is 100% gifts. I love surprising people with things. I love making things for people. I love making food. I love doing something Yeah, that results in like a physical product. Yeah. And like, here you go. This made me think of you. Like I bought Journey a cowboy skeleton <laughs> poster because I was like, yeah, this is Journey in a poster. <laughs> and so it says howdy. And I love it because I said howdy to a customer once and I was so embarrassed. And I was like, here you go. Like, I love surprising people with gifts. Yeah, yeah. Like, whether I make something for you or I, I love surprise parties. Like, even my trip this weekend, my friend had no idea I was coming and I was just, like, knocking on his door. I'm like, hello. And Happy birthday. And we had birthday surprise and I was so excited. Yeah, and so that's another thing, too. Yeah, so for Journey's birthday surprise, I have it all planned out. She has no idea. She has, like, a general idea, but she has no idea where we're going. And I have to look good, so... I know you're going to want to. If I'm I, so excited. If I say show up in leggings and a hoodie, you're going to punch me in the throat. Yeah. You're going to be like, Mac. No, I'm going to wear heels and a pretty dress. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And so that's where, and we'll talk more about gifts, but like, I like giving myself as a gift or I like doing things yeah. as gifts. And they talk about that in, is it, one of them is just like your presence yeah is enough is that acts of service that's in gifts in gifts okay and that's so we'll, we'll touch more on that one uh in that section yeah but that's why i was surprised to see quality time as my primary yeah but it's only by three percent it's my primary really so acts of service is right up close and that's what i thought my receiving love language was okay but apparently according to this quiz um not so much no okay and i just had a huge light bulb moment um, the way that I show love is acts of service. And that's <laughs> Bryce's love language. So that works out really well. That's funny. Because I enjoy just, like, doing things for people. Yeah. Well, that's okay. So I see here that receiving gifts is, like, your lowest thing. Yeah, it's 3%. But 
that's how I'm like, here. I know. And I'm like, obviously, I love it. Yeah. But. That's funny. Yeah. Because, no, quality time and my second one are 10% difference. That's funny. That's really interesting. What's, okay, well, what's your second one? Acts of service. <laughs> oh, yeah, you said that already. Yeah. And then, se- there's a, and then there's a 10% jump between acts of service and physical touch. And receive, physical touch and receiving gifts are the same. Okay. For me, they're both 17%. And then words of affirmation, because words don't mean shit, are 10%. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay, so my quality time is 33%. Physical touch is 23%. Words of affirmation and acts of service are tied at 20%. Mm-hmm. Receiving gifts is 3%. <laughs> so no wonder you said that like they're all yours, because they're yeah. all very close they, percentages yeah. there. They're all very, very similar. Yeah. But I definitely know how quality time is my main love language because whenever i'm like thinking about what i want to do or i'm like i just want to spend time yeah with bryce like whether that's just like watching him play video games while i'm on my computer doing something else or just like i was trying to do research for my other podcast the other day i was like i wish our computers were right beside each other because i just want to be like near you and so that's okay that's why though because in the book and this could be an outdated thing of the book or whatever um one of its things that specifies is that with quality time it's not quality if they're distracted by a tv or whatever yeah do you still think it's quality regardless oh 100 percent. okay because and i think having a long distance relationship plays a part in that okay because we didn't get to have that quality time for so long yeah um but i think there's obviously different levels of quality time like if i ever say oh like my love tank is empty yeah bryce will um like he'll put his phone down and he'll spend time with me but most that's what you do yeah that's so cheesy but also kind of sweet well sometimes i'll just be like really sad like send him a meme on instagram that's like wow i wish you loved me more or something really not great <laughs> and he's like how's that no not that exactly yeah. but um we're like oh like did you want to go on a date like do we need to spend time together and i'm like yeah i just feel like my love tank is a little bit low he's like okay so then he'll like plan an evening where it's just us hanging out we'll like order food and watch a movie or just like yeah but again we're watching a movie and he doesn't consider like the author doesn't consider that quality time yeah but it's just us spending time with each other just like doing something together yeah and that's what that's what means the most to me and so even when i had like this weekend off i was like we should go do something together yeah and i'm like let's just go do something together and even i noticed like when i was no all the time um (laughs) um i like to have people just spend time with me like if i need to pack for a vacation or something i want someone to sit on my bed and talk to me while i pack okay well that's what like literally what you did when i was going yeah for my vacation this summer yeah and i love it because i cannot pack without someone to sit there and talk to me or clean my room or do anything like that or even go grocery shopping but here's here's the things i like i like that too yeah obviously i didn't i didn't clue into that (laughs) but I like when you're just, like, sitting on my bed and whatnot as I was packing. Yeah. But on the same token, you didn't leave without stuff. I'm like, here, that's have this true. <laughs> Take it. But <laughs> Here's like, some gifts. But you don't let me give you stuff. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm very picky. Yeah. Do not and give like, me gifts. And, like, I'll accept gifts because I'm frugal and I appreciate not having to buy things. Um, I love gifts when they're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. And so I'm like, there's that. Is that spoiled to me to I'm say that there's a wrong gift? Christmas gift and I'm like, I've got no clue. I've got one really good idea, but I don't know if she'll like it at all. Most people don't know until they know. Until they yeah. see it, and they're like, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> That's that what, so sense. I've been told. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. But was there any other, like, light bulb moments for you for when you 
or like even when you were reading the book like did you um like relate to this chapter the most yeah and that's kind of where i, I started to skew and i was like interesting yeah and so when i just took the quiz now i'm like okay that tracks yeah but oh no like the quality time they're like focus attention like if i'm talking to you Pay do attention. not have your phone in my your yeah. face like and i i'm guilty of it and i feel so bad when it happens and i'm like oh i'm sorry i just need to reply to this and then whatever yeah but if i'm like actually trying to talk to someone and they have their phone out all the time it drives me fucking insane yeah 100 i'm like i will break the phone and then i'll break your nose like i know yeah. i got aggressive with it <laughs> tune into our emotion episode <laughs> oh yeah i know it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun no, I really um, related really a lot to this chapter. In quality conversation, I feel like I have quality conversation with most people I meet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's so much like a romantic thing for me. Learning to talk, I know how to talk. It's good. Um, but I find that the learning to talk section was is very helpful for someone who doesn't know how to express things. Yeah. Um, and is with someone who is like me and doesn't shut up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then quality activities. I think I care less about activities... But I do, like, like, when I see myself in a relationship, I do see, like, road trips and, like, yeah. kind of living, like, a van life type scenario and doing, like, well, I yeah. want someone who wants to come um, skydiving with me and stuff like well, that. that's activities, like, yeah. quality adventures. Yeah. Like, you want someone adventurous who goes with you and yeah. wants to do all the things that you also want to do. Yeah. But I can give two shits about doing a puzzle on a Tuesday night. I love puzzles! Like, sure, but, like, if I have things to do, like, just sit with me on the couch while I do my work. Yeah, 100%. Um, but if we're, like, doing something fun or on a trip or whatnot, then, yeah, like, we're going to do all the fun adventurous shit. Yeah. And you better be along with me for the ride. Yeah, Because that's one thing. I get so bummed out because 90% of my friends don't like amusement park rides. And so I have to do them alone. And it's not fun for me when I have to do them alone. And you <laughs> gave that look because you are one of them. I didn't know if you knew that or not. I did. You were <laughs> okay. one of them. And so that's one thing that I find so fun is like the thrill, the thrill seeking type stuff, like an amusement oh. park ride. No one will fucking do it with me. So I if need- you want to go skydiving, Graylin wants to go skydiving. I've been skydiving, but I'll go again. I know. He, I think you should go with him. Because <laughs> he's like, who wants to go skydiving? And I was like, no one from this crew should go skydiving with you. <laughs> Trinity, like, slowly trying to set me up with her brother. Well, yeah. <laughs> You've been making comments like that for as long as I've known you. I think you'd be an absolutely terrible match, oh, but I think awful. it would be kind of funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, oh my goodness, no, I don't see that happening. But, but anyway. I'll go, I'll go sky, skydiving regardless. Um, on the topic of quality conversation, mm-hmm. I think um, it was really important. Of like, I have highlighted she didn't want advice; she wanted sympathy. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've struggled with. Like, sometimes I just want to rant. I don't want to solve all the problems. I know how to solve these problems. I know what the right thing to do is. I just want to get these feelings off my chest. Yeah. And so I really, like, connected with that one. I've had that issue a lot recently where I've, I've caught myself and I'm like, wow, I'm sounding whiny. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just complaining too much yeah. at this point. I'm like, no one cares. Like, shut up. Buck up, Michaela. Like, you're good. I've been feeling like that, too, about myself, not about you. Yeah. But yeah. I just wanted to clarify that. Like, yeah, I think you have been really sounding whiny. <laughs> Please tell me if I have, though. No, but yeah, that's the case. No, um, I, I agree with that, too. That's good. Well, so there, there was one part where they were, like, talking about, like, the Dead Sea and the Babbling Brook, about how, like, the oh, Dead Sea's yeah. good at listening, but the Babbling Brook is good at talking. 
but I, f- I think those change too often to be so definitive and how yeah. he worded that. Yeah. But. <clears throat> I agree. Yeah. I don't have any other notes on that one other than I was like, this is my love language. I just do need someone. And I kind of want to talk about, like, do you think love language is going to come from your parents? Because what I've always done to my mom, like, my mom doesn't, I mean, she doesn't give me much advice or whatever, because I just kind of throw it at her. Yeah. And then I fix myself, and then I'm like, okay, thanks, bye. Yeah. And all she's doing is going, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She'll be doing schoolwork or whatever. Yeah. And I'll just, like, rant to her, and this has been the same way since, like, junior high. Yeah. Um, And then what she does, she also likes to give me gifts. Yeah. All the time. Like, I would, I'll come home and there'll just be flowers in my bedroom, like, out of nowhere. And then I witness my parents, and their favorite thing is, like, quality time. Like, my dad... I think my dad's, like, quality time physical touch, yeah. if I had to guess. Because he loves cuddling with my mom on the couch watching Aww. TV. Loves it. That's so cute. Yeah. My mom loves hanging out with my dad, but I can tell my dad, like, specifically loves to, like, hold on to her. Yeah. And... Me too. <laughs> Me, not your mom. Journey <laughs> <laughs> just comes over and she's like... I'm going to cuddle with your mom. mom. No. But... And so I think there's, like... Things that I've been modeled and what I've seen as love, I think maybe contribute to that. A hundred percent, because that's like your parents are the first people to show you love. Yeah. Essentially. So how they show you love is how you're going to receive love in the future. Yeah. Like as you grow up. And I noticed that with mine, our family always did stuff together. Okay. We were all like quality time. I can see it. Yeah. Huge part of how I grew up. Yeah. So it makes sense that that's how I feel love. And that's something that I look forward to doing with my family is spending time together and going on vacations and doing all these things together. Yeah. And even though some of that quality time was not fun all the time, it was was still still together. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. It definitely, for me at least, that's definitely. And I think he does touch on that a little bit in the book, but less, less intensely. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then gifts is a third. Yes. Um, and so this is where the whole, like, it can be a physical item, like, hey, here, I thought of you and got this. Yeah. Or it can be, um, what I found was really interesting is that you are the gift. Yeah. And so maybe too. that's why I kind of also view quality time is like, because that person is the gift yeah. to me as well. Um, so I'm surprised gifts isn't higher for my receiving because yeah i get, I treat myself like I'm a gift to everyone. Maybe, maybe that's a narcissistic <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> But it's like, oh no, like if a friend's like, oh yeah, I miss you. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to surprise you. Yeah. Like, but then it's a treat, then it's a gift. It is a gift. Yeah. But it's a gift of quality time. Yeah. Which is why I also really resonated with that, like, section of like, yeah, your presence is, can be a gift. Yeah. And so that's where, I like to give my presence to people. I'm like, I hear. (laughs) You're welcome. You have the joy of being in my presence. You have the joy of being around Michaela Joy. <laughs> You're welcome. That's my middle name. I love that. <laughs> but one, uh, I don't think we really need to go too in depth. Um, but one quote that I liked from this section is, um, "Gifts are visual symbols of love." Yes. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I didn't. I liked how we talked about how like the wedding rings. Oh yeah. Were like that because I didn't think of it them like that. I just thought they were, like, a traditional, that's just what you do. Yeah. Unless of, like, a, I'm giving you the gift of my love. Yeah. Kind of symbolism. But it is, like, a gift. Like, you're giving them something. and Yeah. Being, yeah, the visual symbol of love, which I think is really 
Sweet. Very cute. Number four is acts of service. This, the way he described this chapter made it really dull for me. Okay. Where I, like, fully went into, like, thinking, um, oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I love acts of service. Like, fill up my car for me and, like, do these things that I can do but I don't necessarily want to do. Right. Um, But the way he described it is, like, it it was very um, cold to me. That's how I felt about words of affirmation. And not spontaneous. Okay. Like, I want it to be spontaneous. Right. I don't want it to be, like, here's a honey-do list. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I give someone a list of, like, things that I want them to do for me, yeah, I will not feel loved when they complete the task. Yes, thank you so much. I will be like, I'll yes. be like, thank you, you did my list, but this, I don't feel any more loved. Yes. I feel loved when it's, like, a spontaneous thing. And so he then, later on in the section, talks about, like, oh, a husband surprising his wife with the kids, and they did something for the wife when she came home, and it was like, ah, surprise. Mm-hmm. That's when I think it's, like, a part of my love language. Yeah. But if it's, like, a here's everything you need to do today. I have to go to work. Yeah. That's when it's like, if you don't get it done, that's the bare minimum. And yeah. yeah. And that's exactly because I was reading it and because Bryce's love language is acts of service. And so I kind of went into a spiral of like, is he not going to love me if I don't go grocery shopping? Is he not going to love me if I don't make supper? Is he not going to love me if I don't take out the garbage? Like if I'm not constantly doing things for him, is he not going to love me? Because then that turns the relationship into not nice. And so then I was freaking out. I was like, but no, love isn't transactional. That's not how that works. It's different. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, and a lot of this coming from a woman's perspective where we tend to, in most heterosexual relationships, carry the majority of the mental load around household chores. And so like, it would be nice, yeah, for you to take care of some of that. Like, okay, notice that we're low on this or notice that the laundry needs to get done and just do it don't say hey is there anything i need to do and it's like you also live here too you can also do that yeah so that's kind of where i struggled yeah especially when taking the test i was like yeah it would really mean a lot to me if he took over that if i was stressed and tired and didn't want to do that but it's not necessarily gonna mean oh my goodness i feel so loved that you did that for me yeah yeah no, for me, it, when there's a surprise factor, because I know that's from the heart, Yeah, that's when it comes for me. But yeah, one of his biggest examples is like, if you write a list and they complete the list, will you feel loved? And I'm like, not really. No, It's kind of like, I'm giving you a task. If you don't complete it, then I'm questioning yeah. you as a person. If I have to come <laughs> up with what you have to do to show me love, I'm not going yeah. to feel loved. I'm like, this. if you don't complete this list, then like, you better have a full explanation about why it wasn't completed and what came up that was more important. Well, it becomes a chore list. <laughs> exactly. And it's not fun to do chores. Exactly. And so that's where it's not uh, love for me. Yeah. I don't know. I found this. I really liked it because um, I was reading it. I was like, okay, I need to learn. Like, what do I do? But then I had a little bit of a panic because I was like, what happens if I need help doing these tasks? Like, will he still continue to love me? Oh, okay. But That's like, interesting. Yeah. But I was like, no, he will. <laughs> and then the other night he was like, oh, asking me to do something. And he's like, if you don't get that done, like, I'm not going to love you. <laughs> I was like, okay, this isn't okay. We need to start playing. But yeah. Yeah. It was just like, what is it? Print note, print note cards with the following. Today I will show you my love for you by blank, blank, blank. Oh, yeah. No, I don't love that. I'm like, don't fucking make it so sterile, please. Yeah. 
Um, I was like, uh, one thing that is cute is like, if you have more money and then time, hire someone to do the actor service neither of you wants to do, kind of thing. Okay. Would you consider that a love thing, or would you rather your significant other do it? Like, if we split it up and did it together? No, if like neither of you had time to do it, yeah. you hired someone to do it. Would you consider that a lo- like a act of service? Not really. Like, yeah. but that comes from a place where my control issues wouldn't like to have someone else do that. That's fair. Um, Another point in the section was like run interface for your spouse during his or her favorite TV show or important event kind of thing, which I would see as that. Like if I'm doing something busy and I cannot be bothered to oh, yeah, yeah. do X, Y, Z, you better step up. Well, and, like, a pretty weak example of this is, like, Bryce is playing a video game and he's, like, really in an intense spot and supper's done. I'll load up a plate and set it in front of him because I know that he's not going to come up and get it and that it's going to be cold and yucky. Yeah. So, like, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I was surprised that acts of service was tied. I didn't think it would be that high. For you? For Sorry. me. Yeah. yeah. But. I can I see it, though. Like, you appreciate when you had a long day if you don't have to cook. That's true. Yeah. When I don't have to do things. Yeah. But yeah, and a lot of that was just, like, it was hard to separate mundane household chores from, like, doing things that you love for the person you love, kind of. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's just me. Yep. And then last but not least, physical touch. Yay! Um, It seems to be one of the biggest love languages or what everyone claims to be yeah. their love language. Yeah. Every single person on a dating app, I swear, has like their thing is like physical touch and blank. Okay. But when he talked about physical touch being primarily like most men will say physical touch is primarily there. He went into the biological reasons why they feel like that. Yeah. But it might not necessarily be their primary love language. Yeah. And I can, I get it. Everyone likes proximity and whatnot. Yeah. Again, I can be a prickly person. <laughs> um, and if I don't want to be touched, you might get a knuckle oh. to the jugular. Yeah, me too. <laughs> In high school, I no one touched me. Because I was like, please don't touch me. I do not like to be touched. Like, do yeah. not touch me. And so Bryce is the first person that has ever like, yes, please touch me. But that <laughs> sounds weird. I don't like that I said that. But you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be sexual. It could just be, like, holding my hand. Or, like, when we were in class, he would, um, like, run his hand along the back of my desk chair so he would, like, touch my back. Yeah. And I loved that. Like, subtle. So that's why I thought my love language is physical touch. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like things like, I don't know. <laughs> don't hold my hand in public. What? I hate hand holding. It's weird and oh clammy and it just no, smacks like against it. the leg and it's weird. Bryce doesn't like it either. I don't but like I love it. it. Um cuddling on a couch, check. Yeah. Touching my hair or playing with my, oh, all I want is someone to brush my hair when I don't want to brush my hair. That's a mood. Except I would hate that. <laughs> That's all I want. I don't want to touch my hair. So if someone's like willing to brush my hair or play with my hair or do something like that, like yeah. love it. Um Neck massages, or, like, shoulder, I should say. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, hugging or something, hugs and yeah. stuff. Great. Yeah. I'm very particular, though, with, like, again, 
Like, I'm not just going to touch someone's hand. Any old person. Awkward and clammy. And I remember my, like, only thing that was, like, close to a relationship, I guess. It's, like, three weeks in eighth grade, if you want to call it a relationship. (laughs) All we did was hold hands. It was really awkward. I fucking hate it. Oh, I love holding hands. No, it gets sweaty. I want my hand back. I want to be able to touch my hair freely and not have to be, like... No, I, like, hold hands and I just, like, swing. (laughs) So I start skipping and it's just so... I love it. That's Absolutely what I would not. do all the time. Bryce does not agree Absolutely with me not. on that. I even had some like uh, a girlfriend of mine who like uh we were on this trip and it was like a group of us. But she was like a very emotional person and whatnot. Yeah. She's a very physical person. She very much loved um touching people and like I like walking like alone, I'm like fucking I'm close to you, but you don't have to be like on me. Yeah. She would always like latch onto my arm. <laughs> And it took everything in me to be like, I'm like clench. Yeah. When she would do that. Um, but that was just like her way of like showing affection too, right? right. She just like would like hold onto my arm and she was like swinging. She's like, do, 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 do. And like, yeah. It was, again, platonic friendly way. But that was even her way of showing love to her, her friends and stuff right. too. And I find that like I'm not necessarily like a touchy person. Like, to reach out and touch you right now would be weird. Except for when you grab my toe during yeah, that recording. <laughs> that was weird. That was funny. I'll do it for comedic effect. But I'm not just going to be like, hello, Michaela. Yeah. You know? Like, I like hugs. I like hugging my friends. Although, I'm trying to figure out... I can't remember the last time I've hugged any of my close friends. You hug me pretty regularly, I feel like. When was the last time we hugged? I don't remember us hugging ever. I feel like you hugged me after the workout that my mom came to. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I remember being like, we're so sweaty. This is disgusting. Like three weeks ago? <laughs> Once? And, were like, and there one was year another friendship? time because I feel like I was in my winter jacket. Okay, another time. Like after that. Like in yeah. between now and then. Yeah. But then no. you, like, you hug Gavin every time we leave yeah. his house. Yeah. Because no. it makes him uncomfortable and it's kind of funny. <laughs> no, I do. I like hugging people. I like hugging my friends and stuff. That's yeah. my that's my equivalent to like, like bye. I love you. Okay, yeah. That's my equivalent is like. A and hug. see, I'm more, I'm more likely to say bye. I love you. Yeah. Than to give you a hug. I'll say love you too as well. Yeah. But usually it's like a hug. Is there on the topic of not words of affirmation, but bringing it back to words of affirmation is, is there a difference to you between I love you and love you? Yeah. 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 Okay. I just wanted to double check. Yeah. Love you. It just feels like casual. I'll say love you to almost anyone. Yeah. It's whatever, right? Yeah. It's. um, It's casual. It's like the equivalent of like, hey versus hello. Yeah. One's more, I don't know, formal or meaningful, right? Yeah. If you stop and like look into my eyes and be like, I love you. I love you. It's very (laughs) romantic. It makes me cringe inside a little bit. I'm like, what? (laughs) But. But with my parents, like, I always say, like, I love you. Yeah. Or I'll say love you, too. I'll reply with that. Yeah. Um, I have lots of my family members who, like, say I love you. And I think it's because they want to emphasize that. Okay. Um, I like that. I think from a lot of family members who maybe des- didn't necessarily receive a lot of, like, affirmation or verbal affirmation of love. Yeah. And they then now put emphasis on that. Oh. And so I can see that, and that's where I'm like, okay, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. But, like, with my friends, we say love you all the time, and it's it doesn't make it any less true, but it just makes it more casual. Yeah. More in passing. 
No, it makes sense. Like, even when I say goodbye or something, I'm like, okay, love you. Yeah. Like, it'll come out, it'll be easy. Yeah, it's just, like, almost habit. But it's not like, stop, turn around, journey, I love you. Aw, love you. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> no, but, like, and so that's where that, I guess, divides it up for me. Yeah. Um, so we already touched on giving versus receiving love languages. Yeah. Uh, that was, apologies, I mumbled that. I understood it. Do you think love languages change over the span? Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to reflect on what made me feel loved as a child. That's why I can't really say for certain. Yeah. But I do think there's an idea of like, it does change over time based on what you need, right? And I think a lot of that would come with growing up. Yeah. Right? When you're younger and you want more security, maybe words of affirmation is a bit better. Right. Because you know, like... I I feel like they might not necessarily... I feel like their level might change. Yeah. Like, if I'm feeling particularly insecure in a relationship, then hearing I love you and I appreciate you and I'm proud of you is going to mean more than just, like, holding my hand, you know? Yeah. But I don't know that they... I think your primary stays fairly primarily, but it might shift just a little bit. Yeah. Because I can see it, like, over the lifespan. And he does have another book for kids and stuff, too. Yeah. Um, So I could see that's where that might change, right? Like, as a kid, say you might like affirmations more than you like... uh, Or no, I guess here's a good thing. A lot of kids like gifts yeah. more and put gifts as an emphasis of, like, love. And, like, oh, yeah, they got this for me and <laughs> yeah, 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 whatnot, right? Like, even my niece, her birthday's coming up. Yeah. And so I, me being who I am, <laughs> I asked her, like, what do you want? Give me, like, five things. Yeah. And I'll surprise you with what I want. And so, and all of her things were, were gifts, like, toy-related and stuff. Right. Physical, whatever. Yeah. It, none of them, she's not, like... Um, if you could just give me an experience so I can hang out with just you, Auntie Mac. Like, if she said that, I'd be like, okay, jaw on the floor. You are too old <laughs> That's for... That's what I wanted to do this Christmas. <laughs> but, no shocker, my love. But that makes sense for, for this, right? Yeah. And that's why I mean, like, your birthday gift. I'm like, here, I'm surprising you. Yeah. So I guess it's a gift and it's also quality time. Yeah. Your present is me. I'm sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Um, <laughs> your present is me buying you a really cute lunch. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And that's not a spoiler because she knows that much. Um, but, but yeah, with my niece, it's, it's different. Yeah. A different thing, right? Yeah. Do you think it like, yeah, just like your priorities in life change. So it makes sense that, yeah, how you feel love. Like if you got changes. a toy that you really wanted and you asked for yeah. and you got that toy, I think it would be like an, an affirmation like, oh yeah, they listened to me. Yeah. You know? But then getting that toy, it's like the feeling's kind of fleeting. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I got that toy. Awesome. But then you're like, okay, I'm bored of it. That's true. But in, in my experience. But I think that's when it would change. Yeah. Um, do you think there's languages that are more compatible than others? Because um, I think they can clash. Yes. But do you think there's anything that sticks well, out to be more compatible? He kind of like touches on it like obviously your relationship might be a bit easier if your love languages are the same 
So, like, if two love languages are the same, it, like, makes your relationships a little bit easier because you don't have to try and show that person love. You can just do it because but do they have you know. To be, sorry, I interrupt you. That's do good. they have to be the same, though? Or does your giving have to be the same as they're receiving? Yeah, I don't know because that's how it works with me. Yeah. But the way Bryce gives love is not the same way I receive love. Yeah. But I don't necessarily think... I think once you know what the their your partner's love language is and you're willing to do what it takes to show that love language or learn how to speak that love language, mm-hmm. then it's easy. But if you're not willing to choose to do that, that's when issues happen. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Because a lot of it and a lot of what he talks about is... It's a choice. You have to choose every day to speak that love language and to learn that love language so that your partner, who is the most important person in the world to you, supposedly, can can feel that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, one thing my friend, he was brainstorming with me for this episode. Yeah. He said, do you think that love languages correlate to zodiac signs? It's going to be a little off the rails. I don't know. I can see why some ways it would, but I don't know if that's necessarily based on, like, your birthday, but as, like, the astrology elemental thing as a whole. Yeah, I would say, like, with you talking about, like, how elements can kind of contribute, like, you're more fire sign and I'm more water sign, even though that's not my primary sun sign. Yeah, in romance. Yeah. So I'm more, like romantic and ooey gooey and whatever so then doing the romantic ooey gooey quality time yeah fits yeah but then i don't know how to apply that to you because we have the same love language (laughs) (laughs) so i don't know then because we're the exact opposite element wise yeah but we got the same love language yeah i don't know i personally i think no because i don't fully um understand how that works yeah but i can see where it would i mean if you want to talk if you want to vaguely touch on this um and like taurus is like food and gives and luxury and laziness and da 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 yeah and i'm like where i'm like yes part of it is true but like if you get me the wrong gift i'm gonna be like oh yeah thank you yeah but it doesn't mean anything like (laughs) this sounds so bad (laughs) It's so bad. I do have a pile of stuff from gifts that I don't use, and I have it for a regifting pile. <laughs> I love that. A lot of it comes with uh, like candles or oh. soaps. I don't. But yeah, that's a scent I thing. Don't care not... for that? Yeah. Um. So it's a, like I have a lot of stuff in a regifting pile for like a oh shit I need to get someone something yeah yesterday yeah yeah and so that's where I mean. Like, get me my favorite food out of the blue. Oh. Mm. Amazing. Oh, love it. We love it. Um, I went to that quesada place the yeah. other day. And, oh my goodness, it was really yummy. But it went right through me. Oh, no. And I was pooping funny. And I was like, oh, oh sad no. face. But it was really good and less spicy this time so I could actually eat it. That's good. <laughs> I was very happy about that. That's good. Um. Oh, another thing I want to talk on quickly love language to self do you think you show yourself love differently than you show others love 
Um, no. My self-soothing is wrapping up in a blanket and watching TV. That feels like quality time with myself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, again, same thing. And this is why I'm like, it's interesting that it's quality time. Because that makes more sense. For what I do to myself. Yeah. Um, Like, I love hanging out with myself. Yeah. Yeah, you're very independent. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, I'll make myself this, like, luxurious meal. And then, like, my dream time is, like, being alone at the cabin. Or with my dog. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Someone I don't really have to speak to. But quality time. Yes. Little Jackson. Exactly. Hangs out with me. Make myself this, like, beautiful meal. Watching a YouTuber that I like watching. Yeah. Um, and just, like, looking at the lake and stuff. Yeah. Like, that is beautiful. And so then, because you also like giving gifts, mm-hmm. you buy yourself a lot of stuff. I do buy myself. gift giving for yourself. I buy myself a lot of shit, because I know what I want. <laughs> exactly. When I see it, I'm like, yeah, okay. That's and like, I have my own money. Yourself. I can buy what I want when I want. Amen. <laughs> this is why I will not have kids until I'm like 35. <laughs> Holy heck. I love it. But yeah. I don't even know if I have anything more. I want to touch a little bit on Love is Blind, though. Actually, something quickly. Oh, yikes. Um, so, Love is Blind Season 3 comes out, and someone says this comment that I fully resonate with. Raven, she's talking to SK, yeah. and they're talking about their future together. Yeah. And Raven says, that's great, but I don't want my lifestyle to change. Oh, yeah, yeah. I fully resonate with her, and I, she got roasted. On she the did get roasted, that. but I think that's a fair. Like if you're going into a partnership with someone, a legal agreement that mm-hmm. supposedly you're going to be together forever, and you, then you have to then like suffer because of it. Yeah. Why would I want that? Like, I get, yeah, you're going to school. It's not a forever thing. Yeah. Both should get married when you're done school. Then exactly. Like, that's why I was so excited. There's. Yeah. A, um, have you seen all of the issues about him? No, I haven't. Explain oh. what's going on. Wow, that was blind recap. Um, his girlfriend came forward. <gasps> oh so my goodness! There's a bunch about that. So I'll leave you to discover that. But it's like I completely forgot where I was going with that. That's spicy. Yeah. Is she in America or is she like no? A she's girlfriend? in America. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is she like a secret girlfriend in Nigeria or like, no? What's I going think on? Yeah. she lives in California interesting where he's going to school interesting yeah so there's a bunch of tear on that but no but there's like a whole thing like again with raven like she's like i worked hard i've built stuff for myself i live by a certain life so no shit like why she's like if i'm gonna marry someone i don't want my life to become worse yeah that makes sense no 100 percent, and it makes sense that like okay that's not the life that you want because of this. So wait until that is done and then you can do that or redecide if that's even something. Like this is a very important conversation to have yeah. before you get married. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I very much relate to Raven in many ways. She got roasted for many things. People thought she was rude or whatnot. I've she did come full- off very cold. But I think I would the same way. Yeah. Everyone who knows me in person knows I'm not. But they don't know that until they get past my bitch face. Exactly. And, like, even with this, the your listening face can come off as a bitch face. But I know yeah. that it's not, right? Yeah. And so that could not translate well. And yeah. even, like, how much of that is producers editing her to look a certain way and not putting in the conversations where she does open herself up more and yeah. get a bit more vulnerable because they're like, oh, no, we want her to be the villain or whatever. Yeah. 
but very much so about like journey tagged me on something on facebook about love is blind casting or whatnot yeah and so journey and our other friend brooke like they both were like yeah i want to see michaela on it i would not do well on a show like that because i would look like or i would be the raven of the show of a show like that but i think it'd be i think or i'd be even actually i don't know i think you would do very well because you would ask the right questions and you would get very like deep instantly Okay, but like, but you I wouldn't might be a Nancy. Get shade for um, the public would not too like much. me. Yeah, or Even I would though. call someone on their shit, and either people would be like, "Oh yeah, like yeah, go off," or they they produce it so it's so mean. Exactly, and so that's the kind of thing where it's like, okay, how much of this is just edited? Like, yeah, like on Hinge, <laughs> on Hinge the <laughs> other day, or the other day, it was like a month ago. Yeah, um, someone commented because one of my things is like I like working out at 6 a.m. Yeah. Whatever. Um, he replies, and he's like, oh, so you won't be out late cheating on me then. Ha ha. <laughs> and immediately I'm like, oh, you have cheating trauma. Yeah. And he's like, well, I meant that as a joke and da 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 I'm like, oh, so now you don't like that I called you on your cheating trauma. Yeah. But like, it was like pretty evident. I'm like, holy mommy, like mommy issues, girlfriend issues. Like, like what oh. issues do you have going on here? But like, that's what that entire show. That gives be. Matt vibes. Yeah. That gives big Matt vibes. Oh, easy. Yeah, Matt. Oh. I've absorbed way too much Love is Blind media, and it just sends me into a panic because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and that's where I think I think Cole... Cole's immature. Yeah. No doubt. But I think that he was always very open, and a lot of people don't mm-hmm. like how open he was. He was very abrasive about it, and there were things he needed to fix up about himself, but... yeah. I think Zanab is in the wrong for absolutely berating him like the way she did. 100%. I feel like... And that's her own insecurities projecting. They both have issues. Yeah. But they were amplified when they were put together. Exactly. So separate people, probably fine in different other relationships, but in this one were just terrible. Yeah. Like she has her insecurities and she needs to sort that out and that's on her, right? That's that's her path to then sort out. For her to then go and backtrack and put on Cole, yeah, I think was wrong. I think she just needs to let it go now. Like, it's exactly. done. It's over. It's been a year and a half. Move on. And I think it's so right of the producers to have put the cutscenes yes. at the very end 100%. of the cutie scene. Because it's not that bad. Like, when I was watching it, they were both snacking. Like, yes, he says, like, oh, are you going to eat both of those? Yeah. But it comes from a place, like, they're both sharing snacks. Like, oh, yeah. are one of those for me? Or yeah. And the way he says it, like, he, when she says, oh, like, all I've had is a teaspoon of peanut butter today. He's like, why? Yeah. Like, I offered you more food. Like, why are you doing this coming from a place of concern and not judge, you know? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of, I didn't like that she painted him as a villain that much. But I definitely think... They both had issues within that relationship. They both had issues. Yeah. Like, Cole should know, like, calling Colleen hotter than Zenev. Like, calling oh her a 10 and Zenev a 9. Yeah, like, that's not going to do any good. keep that in your brain. That's not constructive to this relationship whatsoever. That's not going to do any good. But he definitely did not berate her size or that we saw. Yes. And that's it. Right? Yeah. Anyways. I don't know. I think that is... I think that should be our segment. Love is blind <laughs> yeah, recap. Love is blind. I love our it. hot takes on love is blind. That's a mood. But yeah, so that was basically it on love languages. If you read it, let us know what your love language is, yeah. and we will connect the um, quiz that we did mm-hmm. online. You can see if you relate to that as well. If you had any surprises, yeah. 
Let us know. We'll post our results and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's really, really interesting because I didn't know for, like, I kind of always figured out what mine was, but I didn't know what Bryce's was, and I really wanted to, like, show him. Like, I wanted to learn how he feels loved. Yeah. 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 And then for next month, we kind of got this solidified, so I think I can just announce it now. Yeah. Um, so next month, we'll be reading Rich Bitch by Nicole Lappin, and uh, it's basically about money finance how to get your finances up um from a female perspective yeah so we're very excited i think it's gonna be really really interesting i heard her on another podcast and i like the way she speaked she speaked i like the way she speaks speak too (laughs) i like the way that she like communicated about finances and money and made it very super casual so Mm -hmm. we'll read the book and see what she's got yeah i'm really excited yeah uh that's all for today uh i'm mac joy i'm it's jubes we are sometimes shabbat slaps you can find us uh anywhere yeah tiktok instagram we have facebook but i haven't taken the time to make it actually nice apparently we're number 11 on google seo so i mean really yeah oh my gosh according to our our analytics um yeah sometimes shabbat slaps.com sometimes shabbat slaps on instagram tiktok and whatnot we post clips or stupid tiktok trends it's really fun it is really fun youtube as well yep we'll be posting another kind of special episode around christmas time yeah so if you keep your eyes open on the youtube for that and let us know if you liked us posting just the audio because we don't have to do that we can just post the video but if it was weird to just have the audio then let us know and we don't have to post just the audio oh for the for the special video yeah for the bonus referring to the pumpkin carving because i didn't love listening to a pumpkin being carved without seeing a pumpkin being carved so maybe you might also not like that i don't know uh yeah yeah either way that's all we got ta-ta for now see you later